Like I would run at four in the morning, four miles, not because I'm a health nut. I would do it because it would be the hardest thing I do all day. And mm-hmm. so the rest of the day would be like, okay, well, I've already done, you know, um, something more difficult than dealing with you, crazy kid or crazy adult at the school. But in those <laughs> yeah. moments when, you know, it's still dark outside, it, almost no cars on the road, <clears throat> and you're feeling that burn that you mentioned, and you're running, you know, you're talking about push-ups, you know, but, you you know, you're running and you're looking at um, the next stop sign, and you're saying, you could get to that next stop sign. I know you could get to that next stop sign, and it's not far. You know, it might be a dozen or so steps, but you get to that stop sign, and as soon as you hit that stop sign, you're looking at the traffic light up there. I know you could get to mm-hmm. that traffic light. And it's something mm-hmm. about when desire out uh, outperforms the um, the physical or, or desire sometimes shows the physical um, what it can actually do, you know? Um, that, um, but, but that, I guess the question I'm asking is, is that a part of gratitude, you know, the desire? to do more, the desire to grow, or is that something um, separate entirely? So gratitude. <laughs> I hit already. I just hit mine. So yeah. Okay. That's yeah. cool. I'm thankful that that my um, record button hit. I'm thankful that even though we're not in the same space right now, we're still able to do this. Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna be good. I'm like um, excited to see how it's gonna come out. I mean, and you know, just to hear it and be like, oh man, sounds like we're right there. You know. Yeah. We're about um, 30 miles apart right now. Yeah. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. Man, thankful um, for technology. Yeah, for real. The only time I've ever done this <laughs> yeah. is um is recording with somebody, like you know, like doing doing a project. You know, um, mm-hmm. here's the track, man. Put your talk box vocals on it, dude, and then you know, sending it back to them and letting them do their thing with it, or you know, can okay, you put yeah. this in there? You know, that sort of thing. That's cool, but I've never done no. Like, hey, this is like real live time. recording. Yeah. 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 That'd be weird if one of us recorded and then sent the other one and you tried to like time responses. Ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be very yeah. ugly. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't even be like, uh, they sound weird. Something's wrong with them. Yeah. I don't like want to listen to this podcast anymore. Nah, I'm done with it. <laughs> you know, it's Episode funny. 12 is a bust. I'm, it's, I'm it's done. It's no good. I, I told my niece, um, the same niece I was telling you about, um, that, you know, we had our first drink together. So the last time I really sit down and, you know, sat down and like really talked with her like at great length was like two years ago. Right. You know, we had COVID last year, so we didn't go up for Thanksgiving last year. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, um, you know, so what's going on? You know, tell me about things, kid. And she was like, well, I'm really into podcasts, you know, and she was telling me about all these podcasts she liked to listen to. So I saw her Thursday, you know, for Thanksgiving. I was like, yo, hey, Tamaya, got a podcast that uh, you might enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't really listen to those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, 
You're a year too late. You're two years too late. Yeah. Well, never mind, kid. <laughs> never mind. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, I don't really listen to that. So, yeah, that was... Yeah, didn't expect that one. Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about gratitude and, you know, the cliche topic of the season. <clears throat> um, sure. But we're going to try to not make this so, you know, typical and the cheesy kind of, I'm thankful for this. What are you thankful for? Kind of talk. Yeah, right, <clears throat> right, right. So... Gratitude. I do want to start off though a little bit on that on that note before we you know move into the type of stuff that we like to talk about. But what right. are you grateful for? What are some things that you're like off the top of your head that you're thankful for? Off the top of my head, I'm grateful for my family and and close friends. That's like the most important thing, you know. Um, earthly, you know, it's my family and my loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I always uh like to. When I'm like expressing my gratitude, um, I try to do it daily. I haven't the past couple of days, to be honest, um, but mm-hmm. I do most of the time. And that is always at the top of the list. Uh, that and, you know, just grateful for having like love around me, just having people who I know genuinely care about me, care about my well-being. I think I said this before in another episode, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, that that is a big thing for me. Um, and I'm also very grateful for my health and the health of my loved ones. Yeah, that's important. Health. Yeah. That gets overlooked a lot, though. Hmm? You know, that gets overlooked. You don't hear, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of people say that until they get sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're all, like, good right now. And so I'm like, like yes, like all of my family, we're here for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I get calls, I'm not worried that it's a call that someone's not doing too well or anything like that. Um, and I'm I'm aware of that, and I'm super 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 grateful for that. Especially, you know, I still have my great grandmother. Um, one of her siblings is still alive. That's older than her, and um, just everybody's around and laughing, and everyone can walk and stand up on their own. Everyone was able to, you know, make their own plates and eat it. Like mm-hmm. I know it's such a small simple thing, but you know, everybody can't do that. Right. Um. You know what though? Everybody says that though. Like the simple things. You know, like. You know, being able to see and being able to breathe, but that's like a big thing, though. You know, like it is because you don't to, have it, man. <laughs> come on, you wake up one day and you can't see. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's it's not a small thing. You know, do you? Um, I heard you talking about you know still having, like you know your great grandma, and that's huge. Um, are are you somebody that um? finds a lot of importance in knowing about your family, like in, you know, maybe talking to the older members of your family to know as much as you can about where you come from. Yeah, I do. Um, and I've had conversations with her and my grandma, um, you know, about our family history and about stuff that they've been through growing up. Um, one, because like, even since I was a little kid, we, well, me in particular, but we look so ambiguous, like racially Mm -hmm. that I've always been interested in who else was in the family. Cause like, as far as I know, like I know everyone's black and I can see them. I can see who was black. But, you know, uh, where the influences come from that give us, you know, some of the certain features that we have. I've always been interested in who they were, where they were from and what they look like um, yeah. when I was a little kid. So that always interested me growing up. But even now, I care so much about why people think the way that they do. And mm-hmm. I like think about how I was raised, how my mom was raised, how my grandma was raised and like to try to get some kind of full picture of what kind of experiences they've had and what kind of environment they grew up in that affected that, that that's also interested me. 
Yeah. Wow. So so you you have um so that's something that you're grateful for, just the way that you came up and the influences that shaped the people who shaped you. Yeah, and being able to know, like to speak directly with those people. Yeah. Like I don't have to so. sit here and wonder, hmm, I wonder what my grandma went through when she was this age. Or I wonder where she then I can just call her and ask her. Mm-hmm. And then I I can go, hmm, I wonder where my great grandma grew up at. I can call her and ask her. Yeah. I'm super grateful for that. And that she even remembers still. Like mm-hmm. again, very right. small things, but like, you know, when it's not there, I'm trying to I try to be grateful for things I have while I still have them. And right. being cognizant of if it weren't here anymore, how much would I miss it? Right, right. And it, yeah. it keeps you treating it a certain way, you know? Yeah, yeah. It really makes you uh, take care of it. Yeah. that's um, But that's gratitude in action. I guess that's what we're talking about today, huh? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, so before we, we hit record, you were talking about uh, music, how you've been playing a lot of music lately. Yeah. Um, how does that fit into your... Uh, gratitude scheme yeah um i you know i'm i i'm grateful for the outlet you know what i mean like i have i mean like anybody you know um issues concerns you know things like that but having a creative outlet you know like music or or you know you you get to talk to that or talk through that you know and it's it's still fascinating to me um in in growing and in getting to know myself more and and that's a fascinating thing but what fascinates me is how much um of of whatever i'm dealing with or thinking or you know whatever whether it's a a good feeling or something other than good um how beautiful you know um an expression you can make out of it you know what i mean so i'm i'm incredibly grateful for that because the the ability to make music, to play it, to perform it, you know, has been the uh, the channel. I think the the most significant channel in me getting to know more about who I am. Hmm. So, if you weren't a musician, uh-huh. like, what do you think that outlet would be for you? Do you think there's anything that could replace that? Um. Yeah, I do. Um just because i see the um, I, I see the the connection between music and other things you know like okay. i think that being able to have the means to um sit down with a mic and talk you know that that would have i think that would have been my outlet when i was uh a teenager i was actually torn between music ed you know, studying music ed or broadcast journalism because everybody's saying, man, you got a great voice. You should be in radio. You should be doing this. You should be a voice actor. You should be a whatever. And um, that, I think, would have been my my creative outlet. I mean, I've done other things. I used to draw. Um, yeah, it's, of course, I didn't stick with it, but there's a lot of things that I enjoyed doing. But I think the number one would have been that, you know, just – some platform where I got a mic and somebody wants to hear me talk about something. Mm-hmm. That's you know? still kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I do too. I but think I am crazy. appreciative of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, when, when, and I think it's because, you know, the, the opportunity to, to engage, 
you know, is therapeutic. You know, it is for me. Um, whether I'm, you know, doing this, doing this with you or having a conversation with my wife, teaching the kids something in the classroom, um, I get to kind of rinse in a way, you know, um, and and give other people, I think, permission to do that for themselves because, like, you have no idea how much you're setting people free, you know, when, when you rinse, when you vent, when you, uh, you know, when you when you let it do what it needs to do, when you take advantage of your outlet, you know, you unconsciously give people, you know, the opportunity to do that or permission to pursue that for themselves. So, like, that's something... I'm extremely grateful for it. And in expressing my gratitude for it, I actually treat it like I care about it. Like I don't take it lightly, you know. Um, Do you think you that's know, what, a necessary part of it? Do you think absolutely. it's possible to be fully grateful for something and not express that with some kind of action? I mean, in feeling, you can be, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can in feeling. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think that it's incomplete. You know, yeah. um, because we don't really get to see it come back to us or we can't really uh, make whatever it is we say we're grateful for. We can't make it grow, you know, and, and be more, you know, and we, we can't do more with it if all we do is love it or, you know, appreciate it in, in thought and in theory. So what does that look like for you when it comes to playing music? Um, <clears throat> I had to get to a place where I said, well, with the music... I said, you know what? I'm going to put more of my um of 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 my resources into it. You know, like for a long time somebody like my parents bought my first drum set, you know. Um uh the church I used to play for, my home church, they bought me a piccolo snare drum. Um one of my mentors gave me a keyboard, you know, or I might have found something that I really wanted for really low price, you know, but I got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm going to put more of what I have to give into it. You know, I'm going to finance it. I'm going to put more time into uh, taking care of it. Like I didn't have cases for my keyboards for a long time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so just, I mean, doing the things necessary to protect uh, what you care about, to protect what you're grateful for. Um, and it, it's really not until you protect it, that you can actually make it grow. You know, you, you have a, a garden. You got to protect that sucker, man. You know, you got to put whatever down to keep the pests from eating it. You got to do whatever you got to do, you know, to protect it. And it's only then that it's going to grow. You know what I mean? And that's a, that's a whole other thing. You know, if, if you're going to grow what it is that you're grateful for, um, you've, it's, it's only going to grow proportionate to, your ability to grow you know what i mean um yeah you you have to be able to grow i mean because i don't i don't think that um it's it's is correct uh for lack of a better word um that that our blessings outgrow us because the moment they do they become burdensome you know um so i, I think if if we're really grateful for something, we're going to see it grow because we're going to take the necessary steps to protect it and to add to it. So to kind of simplify what that looks like for you with music for the listener, mm-hmm. you are grateful for your ability to perform and to play music and to engage right. with others as you perform music um, or even teach it. 
Right. And so to protect that and to care for it, you know, you get cases for your keyboards, you upgrade your equipment, you get new instruments if, if necessary, um, and whatever's necessary for the continuation of you playing and performing. Right. And right. and what you mean by growing that, do you mean your skills improving or uh, more people to engage with, more opportunities to play and perform? Is that what you mean? Yes, to all of the, <laughs> you know what I mean? okay. yeah, got to yeah. practice, got to do all those things, you know, and really, yeah. you know, it doesn't even feel like work. You know, I just enjoy it, you know, um, not to say that everything that we're grateful for, we like find ourselves fully enjoying all the time, mm-hmm. you know, because some things we don't think about, like, like we're talking about being able to get up and walk around in the morning. Like when you wake up, as tired as you are, you know, like, cause I had some mornings, man, when that alarm goes off, I'm not really enjoying the fact that I can get up and walk <laughs> cause I don't want to, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm not saying that every moment you're going to enjoy, you know, what it is you have. But, um, I think that those things deserve to be respected. You know, if, uh, you're going to get the, the max out of it. You know, you got to put yeah, the max into it. Yeah. I um said this before in another episode, too, but it's kind of like the way I think about my job. It's not my mm-hmm. dream job. It's not something I want to do forever. But I am grateful for the opportunity to even work in order, so that I can gain resources and provide for myself and, you know, for the other things that I'm grateful for. And I'm grateful right. for my ability to actually get up and go do the work that I need to get done. Right. And like you're saying, to get out of the bed and walk. I get out of the bed. I don't have any pain when I stand up and walk around. Right. I can get into my car that I'm able to keep the gas tank full on, that I'm able to you know, make sure everything's working well with it, and then to actually drive myself to work. Like Those are small things that a lot of people do all the time, but I don't think always think about what life would be like if they couldn't do those things, mm. uh, specifically the people who are always able to do it. Um, cause once you get a, a car after not having one for a while, man, you're, you're appreciative of that. You know exactly what it feels like to not have that. I know that's um, right. But even with like, with work, it's not something I enjoy every bit of, but because I am grateful for it, I do make sure I present well when I show up, that I show up on time, that I prepare for work in whatever way it needs to be done. And that I actually give my best while I'm there and whatever my best is. On that day, I'm not going to try to fake like every day I'm like at, you know, 100 uh, level on anything. Mm -hmm. But whatever best I do have to give in whatever moment, I do my best to give that at the least. Um, Because I'm I'm just grateful to be able to work. So like you were saying, I do respect it, even though it's not something I enjoy every bit of. uh, You know, I still try to treat it that way. Definitely. I was listening to that. You know, you were saying you know, giving your best, right? Um, I want to, you know, I I, want to go back a little bit because, Mm -hmm. you know, them jobs, man, that can be something that, yeah, we're grateful for, but you don't always, you know, um, find enjoyment in it. But what is something that you find, like, enjoyment in, like something that's um, an outlet for you that you're grateful for? Uh, That I get an outlet? The, uh, out of um, working out wow, and that's one way that you know I express my gratitude for being in good health and I try to keep it <laughs> um, but working out that is an outlet for me um, and I know that might not 
you know, for people who know me, it'd be like, wow, she didn't say playing music or, you know, anything like that. <laughs> but, you know, that is an outlet for me. But you pretty much covered that. I don't want to do any repeats. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but working out, there's um, there's something in that that I just, you know, I can't get anywhere else to be able to push my body to its to its limits um, and to even find out where those limits are. Um, and sometimes I find myself stopping short of uh, what I really had to give. And so next time I'll push a little bit more just to see where those boundaries are. Yeah. So with working out though, I, um, and, and it's funny too, I'm thinking about it right now while I'm, I'm talking, I said to you before, uh, with marching band, that is like the ultimate combination of like intellectual and physical stimulation mm -hmm. and like nothing else does that. Um, but you know, I was able to get that same kind of physical, you know, limit testing from that as you know, not quite as much because it's, it's different things, different movements and different ways of pushing my body. Yeah. Um, but it's the same, you know, concept when it comes to just working out. So if anybody, you know, has been in a marching band or, you know, something similar, um, I think you know what I'm talking about. And people who work out regularly. But I, I also just feel better every day. Like if I work out in the morning, the rest of my day is mm. great. And I'm aware of how much of a difference that makes because I've, I've tested it out where I, you know, I work out and don't work out. And I'm not saying on the days that I don't work out that I'm like a grouch the rest of the day, but it is a noticeable <laughs> difference for me. Um, I just feel better. I feel better physically. I feel better emotionally and mentally. Um, but again, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to move around without pain and to, you know, to be able to, to just move and to do things with, with my body um, that I know a lot of people aren't able to do. And I'd like to keep that. So I, you know, I try to keep up, keep up with a good um workout routine five days a week. Uh, and it's not even anything, you know, super, super, um, you know, intricate or anything. Uh, I do a lot of body weight stuff, some weightlifting, nothing to compete, no kind of powerlifting or anything mm. like that, but just something that feels good to my body that I know I'm able to do and that I actually enjoy, even when it burns like crazy. Like, I enjoy doing it. And just knowing that I can do it, like, that feels great, too. Right. Uh, do you find that um, those boundaries widen? Like, they, they get pushed? Yeah, they do. Um, and, you know, part of it is just because you just get stronger. Yeah. And... I, I, I'm able to move at least in the past couple of weeks since I've gotten back on a regular routine with working out, um, since November 1st, actually. Um, but I noticed that each week I was able to go up in weight, like with the things that where I was using weight, using weight for, or able to just do more reps of something before like my body just absolutely couldn't do anymore. Cause I'll go until I, I just can't. Like that squat that causes me to fall back down, mm -hmm. the push up that puts me back on my face. Like I, I go to that point and I noticed that, you know, after just a week, each week I was able to do a couple of more, uh, a couple more of each thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, that's fun too to notice because you don't always see those changes immediately. No. And so I can feel those changes before I actually see them mm -hmm. in myself. So that, you know, that feels good to yeah. know that I, you know, I can do maybe now I haven't worked out in I think three days because of Thanksgiving and, and us moving and things like that. I think my workout uh, yesterday with moving, everything was enough. Oh yeah. Plenty. <laughs> but, um, but I went from 
on November 1st, being able to do, I think, maybe 12 push-ups straight without having to stop uh-huh. to about 25. Wow. Um, Doubled it. Yeah, after after two weeks. That was a two-week time difference. I'm, I'm not really sure uh, where it's at right now because I was doing them in sets and stopping at a specific number without actually pushing, um, but it's probably more than that. Oh, man. But to to feel that, like it feels, it's, it's empowering. Mm-hmm. I don't even need anybody else to know I can do that. Like I just knowing I can for myself feels great. Right. Right. Man. So that's the growth though. That's that's the growth part of it. You know, like um, adding to, you know, that thing that you say, Hey, well, I'm grateful for this and I'm going to, you know, put more of my own resources, be it strength or whatever into it. And mm-hmm. you witnessing the growth and, um, and you're growing, I guess in other ways, you know, proportionately to how you're growing physically, you know, how you're growing in strength, how you're growing in uh, flexibility, maybe, you know, in, in, yeah, in the ways course, that you're growing that. physically. It's like, wow, well, I'm growing upstairs, too. You know, it's like, you yeah. know, I don't even need anybody else to know it. I just, yeah, it just feel good. this way for me. Yeah, because then I can translate to uh, translate that to other things. Yeah. And I do. I said in an earlier episode, and we've talked about this before, but one of the first lessons I got in psychology came from my mom, and it was the nothing lasts forever Uh um, phrase. And I use that when I'm getting to that point where I really want to stop, because I don't mean to say any of this as if it's, you know, a walk in the park. Like, I don't enjoy doing it all the time. Like, I enjoy working out once I'm actually working out. Uh But to get up at like 5.30 on some mornings to work out, it's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I don't think I want to do this today. And, you know, and I still do it. Um, and there, you know, even those points where it really burns, when I said I enjoy it, I enjoy knowing that I'm to a point where I can test the limit. Because it's mm. not till it starts burning and it starts hurting that you can see what you can actually do. Right. Because if you're somebody who can do, let's say you can do 10 push-ups straight, three push-ups doesn't feel like anything. That's that's no test. No. That's nothing. It's not till you get to, you know, nine where you're like, all right, what do I got in me? What can I do? Yeah. Um, so that's the part I enjoy. I enjoy finding out what I'm capable of. Absolutely. But, you know, the burn hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts whether I'm enjoying what comes after it or not. That hurts. And I'm able to exercise mental strength in those moments along with physical strength mm-hmm. because I, I, t- I talk to myself when I'm working out. Um, sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a push. It's like a, like a kind of like a coach yelling at you. Like, you better do this one. This is the last one. You better do it. And then sometimes I'll do it. And I'm like, all right, one more. And I'm like, but I thought I could stop. You said one more before. It's like, all right, one more. I think you got another one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I talk to myself like that while I'm working out. And sometimes I'm like, you, motherfucker, you better push. Right. You better get this right. goddamn rep out. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's different. Um, but since it's me doing it, I know what I need in those moments to get myself uh-huh. through. And so I talk to myself however I feel like I need to um, to get through it. But that kind of physical push, uh, not physical, psychological push that I get to do in those moments, I translate that to other things. So when I'm having, you know, emotional troubles or, you know, troubles anywhere else, I don't necessarily cuss myself out to get through it. But I, um, you know, I recognize it as an ability to see, you know, what I'm made of and to to try and to, you know, get myself to the other side of that wall. Wow. And so, you know, it's the same concept. In, in both when I'm working out or when I'm, you know, going through something or whatever it is, mm. I use the same kind of principles. Wow. And so um, that's desire, you know, like when when you're doing whatever you're doing, like I would run at four in the morning, 
four miles, not because I'm a health nut. I would do it because it would be the hardest thing I do all day. And mm-hmm. so the rest of the day would be like, okay, well, I've already done, you know, um, something more difficult than dealing with you, crazy kid or crazy adult at the school. But in those <laughs> yeah. moments when, you know, it's still dark outside, it, almost no cars on the road, <clears throat> and you're feeling that burn that you mentioned, and you're running, you know, you're talking about push-ups, you know, but, you you know, you're running and you're looking at um, the next stop sign, and you're saying, you could get to that next stop sign. I know you could get to that next stop sign, and it's not far. You know, it might be a dozen or so steps, but you get to that stop sign, and as soon as you hit that stop sign, you're looking at the traffic light up there. I know you could get to mm-hmm. that traffic light. And it's something mm-hmm. about when desire out uh, outperforms the um, the physical or, or desire sometimes shows the physical um, what it can actually do, you know, um, that. Um, but but that I guess the question I'm asking is, is that a part of gratitude? You know, the desire to do more, the desire to grow, or is that something um, separate entirely? Mm, without thinking about it too much, I think it's separate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they can play into each other in the ways that we're describing it to right now. Right. But I don't think it's synonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can be grateful to have desire and grateful to act on it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which I'm, you know, I'm also grateful for, uh, but I don't think it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't know. I, w- I was thinking, uh, some of us desire to be grateful. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but yeah, but I don't think it's the same. I, yeah. I'm not sure if it is, you know, but it was, it was just the thinking like, okay, well, because I think we're beyond that, you know, in that moment that you desire to get to. Uh, that next number or or to that next street light or, you know, to get out that next two push-ups or whatever. Like, at that point, I think we're beyond that and we're really just giving our best to the thing we say we're grateful for. So I think I think that's beyond it. I think it's next level, you know. Um, yeah. But what, you know, what, what, are, what are we grateful for to that degree? You know, how much, how much of it you know, uh, of the things that we really claim gratitude over. How many, how, how much of that, how many things in our life do we really experience gratitude to that degree, you know? And um, yeah, is I it don't real think it's, shy of that? Right, is that even, you know? uh, is it even necessary to right. express it on that level in order for you to be completely grateful for whatever the thing is? Right, right. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like shy of that level. Is mm-hmm. it real gratitude? I want to say yes. <laughs> okay. Um, that's a good question. It's a really good point. The uh, yeah. the New Oxford American Dictionary defines gratitude as the quality of being thankful and a readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Wow, readiness. I would I wouldn't have cons- put kindness into the equation. Um, not that I don't think you should be kind. I just wouldn't have considered it a necessary component yeah um but i do like that readiness to show appreciation for oh yeah yeah 
Um, yeah. And I guess that's subjective. Like everybody's idea of showing appreciation for, you know, it varies. Yeah. And I like that you just said that though, because I think that kind of answers the question you just posed mm -hmm. about, is it real gratitude if it's shy of the level that we're talking about, you know, getting to the next stoplight, getting two more pushups, you know, getting to the next, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that's our way of showing it. Mm -hmm. And because like, I, I know myself and I know that if I feel I have more to push and more to give than I need to. And if I don't, then I'm not showing real gratitude for myself. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't tell somebody else that they need to do the same thing for them to be honestly and truly grateful for something. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what's necessary for them to show appreciation for whatever. For me, it right. is. So I need to. Um, yeah. And even if somebody else were to tell me, you know, you don't. You, I've had somebody actually say to me before, you know, what are you going to the gym for? You're already in shape. And for a second... <laughs> I didn't know how to respond because I'm naturally a smart ass. <laughs> so I was trying not to respond in that way. So I kind of <laughs> smiled and waited for my brain to come up with something. Yeah. Um, but before it did, they said, well, you know, I guess it's still smart to keep going. And I just was like, yeah, I just, I like going. And so I left it at that. Yeah. But, you know, I've had other people say to me, um, you know, you can eat this today or you don't have to work out today. You don't have to do this. You've already been doing this. Why do you need to do anymore? For wow. them, it might not seem necessary. For me, I have to because I need to give that. And I think that at this point in my life, I found a good balance between, you know, doing too much and pushing to burnout. And, mm -hmm. you know, between that and not doing enough, I think I found a good balance. Um, but I also don't go to that level with everything that I claim to be grateful for. I okay. don't think that it's necessary for all the things I'm grateful for to be pushed to that point. Mm -hmm. gotcha. But when it comes to like fitness, it is for me. But, you know, I grew up an athlete. So mm -hmm. that's just something that was, has been kind of instilled in me um, since I was a little kid. Like since I was five, I think I started boxing when I was five. And from mm -hmm. then, you know, I've added on sports with school and stuff. And still, so that's still that uh, the mentality that's been given to me from coaches across this time period is still a part of me. And so... Right. That's something I go to that level for. Wow. Family. Um, I think I think that's something that a lot of people say they're grateful for, their family. Um, you talked about, you know, I like I like family. I like talking about family. You know that. Um, mm -hmm. You're talking about, you know, your folks being together on Thanksgiving. And it just sounds so, um, I don't know, it sounds so picture perfect. You know, um, but to our listeners that um, have issues, I mean, we all have issues in families, but um, to our listeners that are like, man, my family sucks or, you know, I don't really bang on my family like that. Um, how could they still show gratitude for their family? I mean, they didn't choose them, but how do they show gratitude <laughs> yeah. for, for those people? Um. I've, you know, I've heard people say stuff about family and I don't really, you know, get along with them or whatever it is. And I don't mean to diminish anyone's experiences um, that they've had with their families in what I'm about to say, because I don't know anyone else's experiences. And because we don't get to pick our family, some people are probably a part of a unit that doesn't work well for them. I'm aware of that. Um, but, you know, I've had issues with family members before. Um uh -huh. 
And, you know, it may just be in the way that they think or do things that I don't necessarily agree with. Or it may be an actual argument that was had over something, some kind of disagreement. One thing that I had to learn to do um, when I was younger, and I was very aware of this as like a teenager, and I started working on this within myself, um, is trying to understand, even if I, you know, still don't get to a place of agreement, which I don't think is necessary, but just trying to at least understand why they are the way that they are and why they think the way that they do, which is why I was saying earlier that I'm grateful to talk to, you know, people who are in older generations than, than I am and kind of get a feel for what they've gone through that's caused them to think a certain way uh-huh. and how they pass that on to their child and to their child and then to their child who's my parent and why I got the things that I got. Um, and so I have a pretty good understanding of why, you know, they think the way that they do. And I'm not saying I disagree with everyone in my family, just that there have been moments that have made me consider this. Um, so, you know, I do recommend that. I do recommend doing that. Um, just, you know, even if it's not so that you get to a place where you guys are all friends now and you all agree with each other. But just so you have some kind of peace of mind of why things are happening the way that they are. Because that, you know, I think that helps for yourself. Um, I'd also, you know, challenge people to think, you know, how would you feel if you didn't have what you had? If you didn't have that family member around, like, how would that actually affect you? Like, being honest with yourself. You don't even have to tell anybody. Just how would you actually feel? And if you find yourself feeling anything other than, you know, joy that they're not around anymore, that you don't have the relationship you have anymore. Um, If it's anything other than that, then I'd say to do as much as you can that doesn't harm you in any of the ways that you find harm when you do deal with them. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? So, you know, if you find yourself experiencing some kind of, I don't know, emotional anguish over being around certain people, then... Do as much as you can that doesn't get you to that point. If it's just a phone call that you can, you know, you can even give it a time and say, I'm going to call this person on this day at this time. And we're going to talk for 10 minutes max because I don't think I can handle any more than that. (laughs) Then, you know, set a timer that they can't hear or see. And when you start getting to that point, tell them, all right, I got to go. I need to go do this or that or whatever, you know, get yourself off the phone. But it allows you to maintain, you know, the relationship that, you if in that mental exercise you find that you wouldn't find joy over losing uh, then do that wow and just don't go any further than that do as much as you know you're capable of that doesn't do any of that uh that harm yeah that's good um so it kind of becomes uh an exercise in growing it's a workout oh it's yeah it is a workout you know you, you might make it to 11 minutes the next call you know yeah <laughs> You guys might find that you have some things in common that you enjoy, you know, talking about. And then you'll want to talk about that. And you guys will be looking forward to each other's calls. And then maybe you can hang out one day, you know, maybe, and go do something that you guys both enjoy doing and just try to keep the topic on that. And you might find that that was too much to do at that point. And then you can pull back, like experiment with it. None of this stuff is, you know, really set in stone. If you've still got people around, um, then, you know, do something with that because some people don't even have the option. And I know that sounds cliche and somebody's going, man, whatever. Well, I, you know, I ain't messing with him. He ain't, <laughs> right. he ain't looking for me. So when I'm going to go reaching out to him for it's right. for yourself, it's not, it's not for the other person. It's for, it's for yourself. 
All of it. You know, that's your point always, right? That's my point always. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, giving your most to, to uh, things. My, um, I had a, I had a thought. I, I think it was last Friday. Um, yeah. Um, I was, I don't even remember what I was watching. And, um, uh, my wife was out and about, and I asked her, I said, well, <clears throat> I sent her a text, like, what are we doing next Tuesday? Nothing, right? You know, I didn't wait for her to answer. <laughs> like, nothing, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I don't think. And I said, um, and I, I told you about this, she like, off the air. I was like, I'm taking Naima, my daughter, I'm, I'm taking her on that daddy-daughter date that I promised her, you know, a couple months ago. You know, and she'd asked me before, like, hey, dad, when are we going to have that date that, you know, and um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do that um, because I never would have imagined in my younger days that I would be, you know, as excited as I am to have a daughter. I used to think I would never want a girl, you know, and that, and that was fear, you know. All right. Um so I was I was fearful and I never would have thought myself excited, you know, to have a little girl. And so um, I was like looking one day, I was like, man, she's nine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's nine years old and I'm watching her do all these things that uh, as she gets older, she has more in common with my wife, okay. you know. And so I'm seeing some things and I'm like, wow. I have to show her something. <clears throat> and so, you know, we had we had a date Tuesday, like the day we got out of school. And I was I was dumb tired at the end of that school day. Like I could have gone to bed like as soon as I got in from school. And I'm so glad I didn't let that win. You know, um, I'm glad that it, it was not that it was a chore or something I didn't want to do, but. I could have given into being tired at the end of the workday. And it's justifiable, I think, you know, but I said, hey, we're going out. And, you know, we went in, you know, we didn't go far. We went right into town, right into D.C. And, you know, went to a couple of places. And, uh, you know, and my daughter's a night owl, you know, and, and we got a hotel room. Um, she wanted something with a view. She didn't even know we were going to a hotel. It's just something she said months ago. But. I had to make sure that she understood that I'm grateful, you know, for her presence in my life. And so even when we ate, you know, and and we, you know, prayed over the food, you know, the part of the prayer was, you know, that we're out together to celebrate, you know, life and our love for each other, you know, and and, um, our gratitude for each other. And the, you know, I, I guess... I'm saying that, well, for me, I won't try to speak for anybody else. I haven't always spent the right amount of time letting people that I'm grateful for know that beyond my words, you know, and it, I don't know, I I guess it took me having kids to get better at that. You know what I mean? Um, And, you know, we're, we're growing every moment in everything that we do. And, you know, if, if you're normal, you know, you, you, you want to be better in some way, shape or form. But um, something about family um, and and really giving your best to the people who are close to you um, is 
is more important than anything, you know, more important than the music. I mean, this is what I said in the beginning, you know, family and my close friends, my loved ones. And um, I, I'm digging around, you know, in my mind, in my heart, like, okay, now what else can I do to um, make people know, you know, people that I care about know that I'm really, really grateful for them. So um, in expressing gratitude and trying to find ways to, to be grateful, you do grow a little bit and you do stretch yourself a little bit and you do push those boundaries like you were saying. You know, it's, it's a, a, a workout in um, being able to, to serve somebody else. You know what I mean? Um, that's something that I personally want to be better at, you know, serving somebody else, you know, using whatever resources I have. Just like I was talking about making my, my relationship with music grow. You know, my relationship with everything, I want to be better at it, you know, and the best way to breathe life into it is to do things um, out of gratitude in the direction of those things. So do you actually think that like what else can I do to express gratitude for my relationship with this thing or this person? Like, do you actually think that? Yeah, I do. I actually do. Um, because. I don't want to say because it works because it sounds like I'm trying to like <laughs> gain something from it, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I mean, but it works, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, um, you hear the, you know, like I used to hear when I was a kid in church, people would say, um, the, the old phrase, the old saying was when praises go up, blessings come down, you know, mm-hmm. that is more true than anything that, you know, that I heard growing up, you know, when, when, when you, when you show love, you get love. When you show uh, something else, you get something else, you know. Um, gratitude, man, I, I, I don't, you know, yeah, I know it's Thanksgiving, but like like on a day-to-day basis, man, when your Thanksgiving is deeper than lip service, it, it's amazing how it really comes back to see you, like tenfold. So that kind of, um, you, you said earlier that you really started practicing this when you had kids. Um, did your parents do that yeah. for you? Are you aware of that? Um, yeah, I, I see it now. It, it's funny because when you're a kid, you don't really know that. You don't really see it. You're not aware of it. You might not even hear it. But when you grow up and, and now you're that person who's responsible for that life or, you know, for, for anything, it doesn't have to just be parenting, mm-hmm. but, um, you look at the actions of those who raised you or those who were influential in your life when you were young and you see them through a different lens and you say, well, that had to be motivated by something, you know, and, uh, you know, we give the best of ourselves to, you know, what we say we're grateful for, the things we care about. We, we, we take care of them, you know, Um, even if we don't call that gratitude, what we love, we take care of, you know, Uh, as easy as that. But, yeah, I, my parents did do that, but I had to see that for myself, you know, when it was my turn. I'm going to challenge what you just said, that what you love, you take care of, and say that yeah. what you know how to love, you take care of. Because, you know, I think that some people haven't been shown that. And I think you're first shown that at home when you're young and then when you find external relationships from your home unit, um, you may or may not get that from them as well. But I, you know, some people grew up not really seeing that. And so they don't know how to give it. 
And so, you oh, know, no. so I You're think right. a lot of people would say, you know, I love this, I love this person, whatever, mm-hmm. but don't know exactly how to show that in a way that it's received well, on the other end. We do the best. Well, we do the best we can with what we know. Yeah, I think so. You know, um, I, th- I think that's true for for um, most parents. I mean, because most parents, I want to think, love their kids, you know, and um, yeah, and, and, and they probably don't know how to love it uh, in the most effective way. Mm-hmm. But um, I think with with what we know, you know, we do the best we can, you know, yeah. and that's all you can ask from somebody. Yeah, I agree. And if the most that they know how to do, you know, doesn't, you know, sit well with you, then pull back as much as you can to wherever that threshold is, uh, that threshold is of where it hurts me and I can tolerate it. Wherever that line is, like, you know, step behind that. I tell people to look for the lesson in in, in things like that, though. You know what I mean? Like, look for the lesson in it. Um, My sister was on vacation with her family. And she was telling me about a time when she was upset because I think they had gone to like Burger King or something like that. And um, they, the people were taking forever. They were like really slow with it. And, and she, um, <laughs> in that moment, she heard me telling her uh, in times like that, don't trip because maybe there's something that you're being kept from that's not, from, that's not for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe you're being protected from something. And she was like, yo, we got our food from the drive-thru. And as soon as we got our food, there was this collision. Boom, like mm. right there at the end of the drive-thru. Yeah. Like right at the end of the drive-thru line. And, you know, since then, she's taken that attitude. It's like, you know what? Don't trip. Because maybe, just maybe, I'm being kept from something that's not for me. And so <clears throat> that's an example, I think of looking at a situation that's challenging or annoying, just less than convenient in some way and saying, yo, what can I get out of this? Like, what is it I'm supposed to be carrying with me? And, and you develop a sense of gratitude. Like, man, I'm grateful for, for the lesson. You know, I'm grateful for the opportunity to learn through that and to grow from that, you know, and, and you start finding little pieces of life to be grateful for that you might have overlooked before, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but that's like what you said about family, what, you know, <laughs> working out, you know, all of the above, you know, just finding little pieces of gratitude to, to be grateful, uh, little pieces of life to be grateful for, yeah. you know, and, 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 and you learn how to take care of it, you know, even if it's just taking care of your sanity or taking care of, you know, uh, the the words that you use and how you use them towards people you know you you learn you learn how to love you learn how to take care of things you know and that in itself is enough to be grateful for yeah i really like that attitude of um you know finding the lesson in things because that's something i practice Mm -hmm. with myself um not all the time i don't always remember to do it but there are some points where i theorize that I selected the problem myself, that I picked my life before I got here in somewhat of a Mm -hmm. spiritual sense. Um, And I think, you know, I chose my parents. I knew what kind of life I was going to have with them. I chose them anyway. I knew what kind of struggles was going to happen if I chose this life and it's the one I chose anyway. And so thinking of it like that, then I can go, well, why would I pick this? What do I think Mm -hmm. I need to take from this? Why would I pick this kind of struggle? Um, And so I like that attitude. I have used that before and it's helpful because it keeps you also from being the victim in the situation. 
Um, and it allows you to, you know, take control over your life. Because if you picked it, then it's on you to fix it. And it's right. like, well, I, I right. chose this struggle, so let's figure out what I can get from it uh, so that next time it's not so much of a struggle or I just don't have to face it again. Yeah. So, yeah, I like yeah. that. So for the sake of your evolution. Yeah, exactly. And so that, you know, I can pass it on to people. I've always been considerate of that, too, even since I was real little. I'll go, you know, someday Mm -hmm. there's going to be some kid I'm talking to that looks up to me or my own kids. And I want to be able to teach them from a place of of personal experience. And I was really, really able to practice it when I was working at the high school there. And I would talk to some of the kids about things um, or I'd be asked something and I'm like, huh, I've gone through this. Here's how I dealt with it so that you don't have to struggle the same way that I did or so that you would at least have the tool so that, you know, if you so choose to use it. So, you know, I do that too, but that's, you know, I care about people in that way that if I can teach them something or help them in some way, then I'll embrace whatever I'm going through so I can do that later. Right. Right. I want to know what, I want to know what the people are grateful for. Like really. Yeah. And what they do to express that. Right on, you know. Yeah, so you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Email us as always at we might be wrong at gmail.com. There's no E on that B. That's W E M I G H T B W R O N G at gmail.com. You know, if you find yourself thinking while you were listening to this, you know what, I'm really grateful for that too. Or I need to start working more on showing that I'm grateful for this thing, then let us know what that is. I want to know. I know you want to know too. Word up. Hey, I'm grateful for I'm grateful for this kid I taught named LaDonna Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell. I appreciate that. I can tell you you are. Word. And I hope you can tell I'm grateful Word. for this teacher I met in high school. Uh, I called Mr. E. Yeah. No one seemed to be able to pronounce his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for that. <laughs> Keeps me out of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. You guys know what to do. Hit us up. We'll oh, talk yeah. to you later. <laughs> All right.